0: Travel Tuesday. Welcome back to another podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by my friend Ashley, where we're going to talk, we're going to answer the question, how is it to travel in Australia as a black woman? Ashley and I met through work, but connected strongly through our love and passion for spirituality and travel. Ashley actually wrote a blog post about her life in Australia, and I was curious to to share it in this podcast. So Ashley, uh, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Ashley. Um, I have been traveling the world pretty much since I was one. <laughs> My first place was Bahamas, but still, I used to work in banking. But now I'm a copywriter and yoga teacher, um, and clairvoyant, and have a lot more freedom to move about the world remotely.
0: My first question is like your blo- your blog post talk about like how you wanted to go to Australia. And how you ended up there? Can you tell us more about how you ended up in Australia?
1: When I first was embarking on my trip to Australia, I just didn't want to go back to the United States to start working um, my first job. So I was just like, I kind of was interested, but it was mainly to get away from the United States. But yeah, Australia always seemed kind of cool to me because i used to watch like chris Lilly videos he's like a australian comedian and i found their humor kind of funny and i just thought it was beautiful and saw you know pictures of it and stuff like that and it, they had the beach and, and i knew about that and i knew about the landscape and i really like marsupials i find them cute so yeah that's pretty much it. it was like the wildlife the nature as well as just like the intrigue of like the accent and the culture
0: So Australia is uh, known for its kind of laid back attitude. And so
1: what can you share with us about the sense of humor? I always found like Australian humor kind of funny because it's like a mixture of like sort of, it's more British humor, but it's like kind of American as well. So they like take the piss out of everything. Um, And they're kind of like British humor in the sense that like no one can like get too high for their britches, like they will chop you down. So I thought that was interesting. And the culture, for the most part, is like that it is very laid back, like, even with work, like, it's not as, like, intense as the American culture where you have to, like, work all the time. They do, like, as soon as they get out of work, I was in Sydney, they kind of go to the beach or go outside, do something outdoors. So I really love that. Um, But then I found out there's, like, a dark side (laughs) to that culture as well, because at the time when I went, I went to Australia back in 2016 to 2017. And I was supposed to stay longer, but I cut my time short. I think, like the at the time, there was definitely a lot less black people or people of color for the most part. Yes, they have the indigenous population there, but they were sort of like it's like our Native American population is almost annihilated and they're kind of moved away from regular society. So there's like a dark side there and they kind of like belittle aboriginal folks and that was like commonplace anyone who is not british and from british background was basically called other things like racial slurs xenophobic slurs um and that's like a joke you know like that's not seen as like anything that deep which made me uncomfortable because american culture is if you start saying like Racial slurs, even though I find America more racist in different ways, but you would like it would be a problem. Whereas there, it's kind of like, yeah, we use this term, and I won't repeat it. But like, yeah, we use this term to explain Italians and Greeks, whatever, and it's like humorous to them.
0: And uh, as a black person, you know, we need some care to be taken with our hair and everything. How did you find? Um, how was it easy for you to? Uh- Fine air product.
1: Yeah, it was really hard. Um, there wasn't really many black hairstyle lists there. There like I didn't go to one, I went to someone who's white who worked on a mixed race person's hair once and talked about it all the time. But yeah, in the stores it's really hard. And when I went, Amazon wasn't even there yet. So you pretty much use Aragon oil and that was that not in the makeup, was like, maybe I got to my shade, and that was the darkest tone. Interesting. So
0: if the, if someone goes there, they need to bring their own product People.
1: Yeah, I mean, they have Amazon now, so you could get it shipped. <laughs> That's, yeah, pretty much that. Because, like, when I was there, there was only 24 million people in the whole of Australian population. Majority of those people are white. Or Asian. And so... Yeah, there's not a lot there. (laughs) (laughs) Dating is always an interesting question, because it
0: always differs from one country to another. So how would
1: you define your dating experience? Well, if you're black, uh, good luck. Uh, (laughs) It's a challenge. It was one of the worst dating experiences I've ever had, because, like, I was seen as an object and it was very obvious, like to the point where it's like it was almost sort of blatantly obvious that I was an object. I'm not saying every Australian man's gonna have a problem, but there's really not a lot of options outside of dating someone who's white and Australian or white and European in Sydney. If you're Asian, you have more options with that. But like for me, I found it a bit of a challenge. Because it was just people would objectify me and didn't really want me to be their girlfriend. They wanted to sleep with me, maybe spend a bit of time to see, to have like a, to let the novelty kind of wear off. And then they were like, okay, back to whatever I was originally doing.
0: So you think for someone who's on holiday, kind of fun to date, as long as they don't expect anything longer term.
1: Yeah, like if you're on holiday and you just want a holiday romance, and yeah, why not? A lot of Australians don't have a lot of experience with people outside of like European and white Australian, so you might see challenges there. Um, but if you just want to have sex and have a good time, Australian men are really fun. They're funny. They're laid back. You're gonna have a good time.
0: Your blog mentions a lot about building a community, finding like-minded individuals. How did you? navigate through all these challenges when you were there and
1: I actually did weirdly enough like Australia was probably the first time that I found it kind of a challenge to make friends but I think that was all in my head because I actually made a lot of friends there it's just like because I'm used to like traveling for school and then like working after it was so much easier to make friends even in London because I was like in law school and it was really easy to to meet people. But in Australia, it was it, like you kind of had to make more of an effort. So I met people through work. I met people through people who knew people who lived there. I went to like meetup groups and stuff like that. That's kind of how I met people. It was kind of like you just have to put in the effort because Sydney is I wouldn't say it's like ethnically diverse, but it is diverse in the sense of there's many different Europeans that go there, Americans. There's different cultures. So not everyone's like Australian. Um, if you want to make friends with more, I guess like culturally like minded people. But yeah, I, I'd had Australian friends, i you know, and I also had like European friends. I'm the type of person I don't like going to a location and not making friends with the locals because I find that strange. So I definitely made a choice to, like, you know, meet meet Australians and be friends with them.
0: So despite all these challenges, you also mention on your blog the positives about living in Australia.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of nature. It's a lot of nature reserves. That's probably where I found my solace, is, like, it was a really challenging year for me. But I did a lot of nature walks, walking by the beach, going to the beach. Beaches are gorgeous there traveling around australia because australia is really really far from everywhere else and nobody really realizes that until it's like seven and a half hours to get to asia but i mainly like traveled around australia I went to adelaide went to brisbane i went to oh i drove down the south coast like i did stuff all the time and i really enjoyed that and they have a lot of open like wildlife reserves so it's not like a zoo where they're enclosed it's like you go and you can see like wallabies and stuff and like give them food or you know walk around so i went to a lot of stuff like that sounds like something i should
0: go to as well (laughs) would you recommend um australia's
1: destination for me because
0: you know me i like to travel i like to discover new new pasture and uh...
1: yeah i mean i would i wouldn't like even in my blog um i talk about like i would never say don't go Because my experience could have been my experience. I also lived there, you know, well, seven years ago. I don't know what it's like now. I'm sure with immigration, things might have changed. I don't know. But yeah, I definitely would recommend to go there to visit, to see the country for yourself, to experience it for yourself, even if it means to like, go and live there for three months to a year, like, experience it for yourself. Don't just take my word because my experience could be I met the wrong people. You can meet the right people. You never know. So, But it's a beautiful country. A lot of interesting, different wildlife there. People are generally nice um, when you visit. Of course, you're going to meet the occasional asshole, but people are generally nice um, and friendly. So, yeah. That's for you? Don't be scared? Don't Australia? be scared. <laughs> Just know that it has its you know, issues with racism and they don't really hide it, but that's that. It's also a
0: country where you don't, like someone who's born and bred in Australia, don't really see much diversity. I would say always the same people because it's so far away and so isolated that uh, of course it's not acceptable to be a racist. you a bit more, like, more, less joke about it and maybe be a bit more uh, open minded traveling around the world and them to expand their horizon
1: yeah i mean australians here are a little less well they can be some can be annoying like anybody else but i would say that a lot of australians one thing that's good is the youth really do travel a lot so the the culture is sort of changing but i would also say that yeah when you're over there it's like it, people grew up together like You don't know the history of, like, the black American experience or the black European experience or even, like, the indigenous Mexican experience. You just don't get that exposure. But now that we have the Internet, now that there's more immigration, I think they are trying to change the culture a little bit.
0: So the purpose of this channel and of this podcast is to um, inspire women from everywhere to travel the world. And um, I know there's like some concern uh, with black women about traveling. So, um, this is why I brought Ashley. And it's not because I want to say that Australia is racist, it's not the point of the podcast <laughs> at all. is actually to encourage you to go. So, what advice would you give to um, a black woman who wants to travel and live in Australia and how, yeah, she can navigate the country without worry?
1: I'd say don't come with rose colored glasses like I did where I was just like, oh, multiculturalism, you know, <laughs> like, understand that racism does exist. It exists everywhere. But I think I grew up in a pretty sheltered environment. So I always thought the best in people. Sometimes that's not always the greatest way to go about things when you're traveling, like just be Not thinking the worst, but just be neutral um, about your experience. Be mindful that you might hear things that are what would be considered racist in like Europe or even America might not be seen as racist over there. Be mindful of that and be mindful that you might need to take a year's supply of hair product and makeup and also just... I would say, like, keep a pretty open mind. Like, be aware but also just don't see everybody as the enemy. Go explore it in your own way and see if you like it and that's that.
0: (laughs) And something that I know, they have good coffee and good food. They
1: do have really good coffee. Best coffee I've ever tasted. And, like, the food is top-notch.
0: Yeah, they're not far from Asia, so they're ingredients now. And also in terms of, because there's the new term, that's a quick question, A <laughs> new term about um, travel sustainably and responsible travel. And you say that Australia is a place that's much focused on ecotourism. And uh, for example, where are they? So an example that I would give, like when I was going to certain country in Asia, because I don't want the same country, you go to the beach and be full of plastic and oh. then you will have to to save the turtle from eating these plastics oh, and things like that. Did you, <laughs> did you see any of this in a? Uh, Australia terms like plastic or saving the water or saving the planet,
1: no, but they are doing more stuff like that. I know a lot of people are thinking about cleaning up the beaches, but the beaches aren't dirty. I will say when I went, there was a hole in the ozone. I think that hole has been repaired, but they are well known for using a lot of fossil fuels, and they're not stopping anytime <laughs> <laughs> soon, so I think there's a little bit of e- ecotourism. I think there's a little bit of, like, trying to live sustainably there. Just kind of like, you know, all Western countries are trying to do something about climate change, but not enough. But it's not as bad as, I would say, even Tulum, which I used to live, where there would be seaweed forming from the trash and waste. It's not, it's not that at all. The beaches are very pristine. Clean beaches. So, yeah. so
0: that, that's what we always did I mean what do
1: you think now about Australia now that I'm
0: <laughs> no as I said uh, my, uh, my objective is to um, to like, uh, talk about every country and uh, my goal is to visit every country yeah. if I can so um, it's always good to, to be able to answer uh, these questions so um, yes so also if you want more in as I said I want to inspire you to travel there so Ashley' blog is very comprehensive but. Um, in Australia and where to so, go. So where can we find you? I'm gonna put it on the show notes. So where can we find you online?
1: I'm at she's wonderful W A N D E R F U L dot Um my blog is called What It's Like Living as a Black Woman in All in Australia. And then you can also find my spiritual business at thoughtfultorotarot.com if you ever want a tarot reading or yoga one-to-one
0: on that one i'll always like to end the podcast with an inspirational quote um thanks to your spiritual spirit can you share (laughs) a a quote with us that will inspire us in life or to travel more
1: yeah always keep an open mind good one
0: nice and short (laughs) (laughs) thanks very much for watching um and thanks for listening if you are not watching and um, i'll see you in the next one leave inspire